0: G'day, guys. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go around the league and have a look at all the news stories from the last two or three days. We haven't done this in a while, so a couple of stories to catch up on. A lot of these from Clarkie's Rugby League column for all your news. Go and have a look there. We've got all these sources and everything for all these stories, or well, most of them anyway, so we'll touch on those as well. Our very first one comes from News Corp. Uh, we don't have a journalist there, but from News Corp, the first one is on Victor Radley. English great Gary Schofield has slammed the selection of Victor Radley For his nation, I wouldn't have any Kiwis or Aussies near my dressing room. Radley was never near getting picked for Australia. That's why he's gone for England, he says. Gary Schofield, one of the great English players. Very, very talented guy. Uh, Yeah, it's an interesting one. Obviously, Radley, uh, I think he's one of the premier players in World Rugby League. Uh, I don't think he would have got picked for the Kangaroos. I think Gary Schofield is on the money there. I don't think he would have. But whether or not that's why he chose England, I don't know. He wasn't that far away from playing State of Origin. He's been in the camps the last two, so I don't know. I I feel like I've heard uh, Victor Radley talk about it, uh, talk about playing for England and everything. I think you can tell there is quite a bit of passion there personally, so I understand where Gary Schofield is coming from. Obviously, he has taken the spot of another potential Englishman that has grown up and born in England, Uh, so I understand where he's coming from, but personally, I think your team's a lot fucking better with Victor Radley in it, so an interesting one to discuss there, a few ways to look at it, but personally, I think England is better with Victor Radley. Uh, If you can see in Victor Radley's game that he's not putting in 100% or whatever, by all means, Gary, let him know. Let him have it. But give him a chance to represent first, in my opinion. Maybe I'm a little bit biased, So And next one, Kennedy Charrington, one of the good people in rugby league. The Eels NRLW prop has donated her $10,000 prize for winning the Veronica White Medal to Charities and Junior Rugby League. Great story there from Kennedy. She's a brilliant role model in our game. Uh, I love what she does off-field as well. She's obviously a great player, but when she's off-field and on social media and everything... She's fantastic. You see, whenever she goes to these sort of events, she'll always grab the young kids that are around, do a couple of TikToks with them and whatnot. She's fantastic for rugby league Kennedy Charrington, one of my favorites. And a big knock there to donate. A ten thousand dollar um donation there, a huge, huge uh donation there, considering uh, the salaries of a lot of the NRLW players at the moment. So 10K, I know it definitely would have helped out a lot in Kennedy's life. So a fantastic thing to do there. And good to see we are recognizing these sort of acts. Now, uh, This one, we've obviously dropped a podcast on this this afternoon. But Des Hasler, the Seagulls have reportedly sacked Des Hasler. Effective immediately, he's expected to pursue legal action against the club. So more shit fights coming for the Manly Seagulls. The Seagulls are reportedly set to announce Anthony Seabold as their new head coach, effective immediately. We spoke about this one this afternoon. My worry is uh, that Anthony Seabold showed at the Brisbane Broncos that when they were in a little bit of curry, he wasn't able to pull them out of it. I think the Manly Seagulls, they are going to be in a little bit of trouble to start next season and over this off. Season, So I'm very keen to see how he responds and if he's the guy to be able to pull them out of it. I was talking to one of my followers tonight, the great Tom Fleming, who was telling me uh, a couple of points why he liked the Seabold signing. Um, Talking about how Dez hasn't won a comp in quite some time, which is fair. Also talking about how Seabold... He was very highly touted in rugby union circles. I believe it was Checker he was talking about. I'm not sure I don't follow too much union, but he was saying that he could have chosen anyone to be on his coaching staff with an en- endless salary to get whoever he wanted, and he chose Seabold. So an interesting little devil's advocate there. We will see how it plays out, but I am not a big fan of it personally. And this is the domino effect that it could have. Tom Trevojevic from News Corp. The Seagulls fullback is set to meet with his managers to discuss Dez Haslop being sacked. It's unknown if he will seek a release from the club or or not. We dropped a podcast on this the other day and to be honest with you, I still stand by my beliefs in that. Uh, I think it will be a situation where Tom looks around the room and he will question a number of things and wonder if potentially this is the best place for him to play out his NRL career. But I also think that Tom is too much of a good bloke and he's too much of a loyal supporter, but also just person uh, in the Manly region. And I personally do think he will see this out with the Manly Seagulls. I would love to see him go to the Dolphins, to be honest with you. I know Manly fans won't like that, but I think it'll be the best thing for rugby league uh, for them to land a genuine superstar up there potentially the biggest superstar in our game on his day so fingers crossed though uh, all this all the stuff that's going wrong for manly all the poor decisions that we think they've made if tom can just play every game next year all of a sudden it doesn't fucking matter what decisions they make they will be relevant and successful so fingers crossed tom is able to play out the entire season Now, the Rugby League World Cup officially starting on Sunday morning, pretty much Saturday night, 12.30am Sunday morning. Um, Now, any player who sustains a concussion in the World Cup will automatically be stood down for up to 11 days unless they receive medical clearance to return earlier. This means any concussion is almost certain to see a player be unavailable for the following game. So one thing to keep notice of during these games, when players do go off for HIAs and whatnot, they will more than likely uh, see them miss the next game game unless they get a clearance. Uh, So especially when we get to our finals and everything like that, it's going to become pretty important. And especially for some of these other sides that are trying to get through uh, the group stages, obviously losing key players could become really, really important to HIA. So something to keep an eye on. Um, They'll automatically be stood down for up to 11 days unless they receive medical clearance. Dane Laurie from the West Tigers, I think he's been sensational over the last two years. I think he's been great. The Bulldogs are reportedly interested in signing Dane Laurie, And we'll offer him a longer deal than the Tigers' one-year extension offer. He has also worked with Bulldogs coach Cameron Seraldo before. They've obviously got a relationship from the Penrith Panthers from a couple of years ago, so it would be a really good get. I really like Dane Laurie, and I personally think he's Pretty underrated because he's stuck in that Tigers team. I think if you were to put him in a good system with really, you know, with a forward pack that actually goes forward and ball players that are able to play sort of what's in front of them instead of being on the back foot all the time, I think Dane Laurie could really excel. I think he's been one of the Tigers' best over the last two years. I often think I wonder where on earth this Tigers team would be if they didn't manage to get Dane Laurie off the Penrith Panthers because it really is an underrated get. And I think the longer his career goes, the better he will get. So if Canterbury are able to get Dane Laurie, I think it'll be a fantastic getter. It would also free up Jake Avrilo to be used elsewhere as well. So to make it really, really interesting, you could maybe play him in the centres. He's played a couple of really good games there. He could be a perfect little 14 or he could just be great coverage to have as well. But uh, even if, if you do bring Dane Laurie to the club, for example, competition for a fullback spot is always fantastic. So to see Laurie and Avrilo go head to head for that spot with each other breathing, breathing down each other's necks, I think it'll be sensational. Jordan McLean from the North Queensland Cowboys. The Cowboys prop is officially re-signed with the club for 2023. Securing Jordan for another season is exciting news for our club. Cowboys general manager of football, Michael Luck, said Jordan McLean, I think he had a fantastic season there. Was actually selected to make his state of origin debut, then of course got ruled out with a hamstring injury. Uh, Brutal, brutal stuff to watch. Definitely deserved a lot better, Jordan McLean. He's a guy that I'm a fan of. I don't think they would have paid too much money for him. I think they probably would have paid less than when they got him in the first place, when he was playing for the Kangaroos, and when he... Comes with Melbourne are meant to be the next big front row for the next four or five years. Hasn't quite lived up to those expectations, but I think he's a fantastic leader. He's got a heap of experience, and I think he's really important to the North Queensland Cowboys, one of their many underappreciated factors in their side. Now, the Fiji Bati side, they obviously got their ass handed to them the other day, unfortunately. It was not their full-strength side, but it should be noted as well that from their full-strength side, absolute full-strength, they are missing a number of players. Daniel Saifidi, Jacob Saifidi, Tarek Sims, and Marcelo Montoya have all reportedly withdrawn from Fiji in the World Cup due to injuries. That one's from NRL physio, the great man himself. Devastating there for Fiji. Some really talented guys. That's two state of origin, well, three state of origin forwards they've lost from their pack. So a pretty tough gig there. We did drop our black book on Fiji for the World Cup the other day. Some young guys to keep an eye on. There is one forward in particular that I think you need to watch. And I think that these guys being out, it will give him an opportunity at some point. And I think he will absolutely starve. Now, speaking of forwards, our boy. Aaron Penney went to the New Zealand Warriors last year. Didn't quite live up to the hype that I put around him. Uh, I still think over time he's going to become a really, really good front rower. He's returned to the Melbourne Storm, been a little bit worried about the Storms pack uh, heading into next season, getting very light, losing the Bromwiches, losing Caffucci, uh, losing Brandon Smith, a heap of big losses. They get Christian Welsh back. They also get Aaron Penney back. And I do think uh, that he will get better and better the longer his career goes. I don't think he's going to be a number one number two front rower. I probably think he'll be fourth, probably Kamakamika, Christian Welsh, Nelson, uh, but I think that he can play a really good role for the Melbourne Storm next year and give them some great go forward. Uh, Posted a thing about him the other day, he messaged me straight away saying thanks for all your support and everything. Seems like a really good fella, Aaron Panay, so we do wish him all the very best. A great signing there by the Melbourne Storm. What about this one? The Gillaroos. How good's this? Uh, this is from the wide world of sports. The Gillaroos are set for a huge World Cup pay rise with each player set to pocket at least. 30K, fantastic. This is how we improve the women's game. Uh, the more money they're able to get, the more they're, you know, the, the less they have to work during the year, the more they can focus on their game, and the more that the level of the NRLW will jump up. So sensational to see. Um, I, I think it's fantastic. And obviously the girls have been fighting for this for a very long time. We've had Chelsea leonard on. We've had Maddie Studden on the podcast, all talking about how hard it is uh, for them to make enough money so they can become proper professional full-time athletes instead of having to work part-time jobs so great to see sensational stuff there absolutely love that story that's all of your news from around the league over the last two or three days guys all the relevant ones that i thought were worth touching on we've got a couple of black books from a few different teams in this world cup coming your way throughout the day